Talk of the Town with John and Melanie. Well, we are always happy to check in with the folks at E3 Community Services. They educate, enable, and empower. Uh, it is an organization that, uh, you know, not only they're a huge employer in our community, yes. but they also uh, look after a, a, a segment of our community that that really needs help, and, and they're there for them. Uh, joining us is Christine Sargent. She is the employment consultant and FASD leader. Now, the FASD, of course, is Fetal Alcohol Spectrum Disorder. Uh, Christine, give us a, just an example of, of what that's about for those who don't know. Sure. Well, um, fetal alcohol spectrum disorder describes a range of disabilities that could occur when a developing fetus is exposed to alcohol during pregnancy. Yeah, and, uh, yeah no, as far as uh, being exposed to alcohol, uh, this is generally, you know, uh, quite a, a few drinks while you're pregnant, or is this something that is, is studied to be a specific point as far as how much people are drinking? That's a great question. So the big, the big message here is obviously prevention. So we want to prevent this from happening, remembering that zero amount of alcohol is okay at any time during a pregnancy. Um, you know, that's one of the myths that I was going to talk about is that a little bit of alcohol when pregnant won't hurt anything or some even promote that as being good. That is simply not true um, because the central nervous system is developing the entire nine months. So of all of the substances of abuse, surprisingly, alcohol produces by far the most serious neurobehavioral effects in a fetus. And that's even more than heroin or cocaine. Wow. Wow. So when yeah. we talk about this um, and, you know, talking about some of the myths when it comes to alcohol, well, now even the, the guidelines that are coming down where adults should only be having two drinks a week. So that one drink when it comes to that nervous system can be quite detrimental. What are some of the uh, issues that could occur? Oh, absolutely. When when alcohol is basically into a fetus's bloodstream, they cannot break it down like we can. So that alcohol remains in a, the bloodstream twice as long. That's basically causing cells to die. So when where cells are supposed to be developing and landing in these nice, nice neat spots so that we can continue to make connections our entire lives, if these cells die, which they do because of the alcohol, they're gone. They don't come back. They're missing. So people with this kind of a brain impairment are essentially missing pieces of their brain. So certain connections aren't being made. And there's lots of things that are just sort of naturally um, difficult, such as time management, definitely memory, problem solving, um, impulse control, and some emotional control. Having a voice and being heard is a big one. Um, and one of my main messages that we is that we ask people themselves what it is they need. Mm. Um, we don't do that enough, um, in my opinion, no matter who it is, mm. no matter what the disability is. Um, we should ask the people themselves what kinds of things we could try to help them with those deficits. You know, just talking about you, just understanding this. You know, uh, you mentioned that zero percent of alcohol is 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 a requirement if if we want really want to stay away from fetal alcohol spectrum disorder. But what Absolutely. about those those expectant mothers who didn't know? Should they be freaking out right now? 
they should not be freaking out. And that's one of the uh, other sort of myths, is that fetal alcohol um, only affects people from certain socioeconomic backgrounds, and that's not true. Mothers drink for a number of reasons um, while they're pregnant. Uh, could be a lot of the unknown, for sure, especially mm-hmm. in the beginning. Uh, there could be pressures from um, their partners. Lots of different reasons. And we need to support, we need to remove the stigma so that mothers are comfortable reporting this uh, because that's when the help comes in and the supports come in. Uh, We need to help the community with better learning and understanding and talk more about these impacts and ways to prevent with both women and men. So when you talk about support uh, and someone may be thinking, oh my goodness, I just realized that I'm pregnant and I have carried on. Uh, it was my birthday more, th- Yeah, more than I <laughs> yep. should for a period of time. Uh, are there things that, that you, they can get help for at that point, at that point yeah. or is it something that then it's, it's only after birth? Unfortunately, the damage could have been done. Mm-hmm. And, that's, and that's the sad part is, um, you know, that's a common tale is that people just didn't know they were pregnant. Mm-hmm. That, that's huge. Um, so really, the, if that's the case, stop drinking immediately um, and just nurture your pregnancy. Um, and then obviously when, if there's deficits noti- noticed as, um, you know, children grow, we support. And um, definitely ad- ad- acknowledging or admitting that you drank could definitely help with some supports as well. Um, and that's where the stigma is the issue, right? That's yeah. an embarrassing thing for a woman to admit, but it happens more commonly commonly than we like to think. Um, and that's why these messages getting out into community is really, really important. What about those who, uh, now that marijuana is legalized, um, are, are we talking the same effects with marijuana? Could it be a substitute or is this a whole different conversation? Well, to be honest, it's a whole different conversation. And um, certainly, um, you know, the re- the research has to come out more about um, right. the use of marijuana in pregnancies, but it's not good. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> yeah. um, that would be my recommendation. Um, those, any of those kinds of substances um, are going to hurt an unborn fetus. Well, I guess it's, it's kind of similar to smoking, fetus. right? So you could kind yeah. of compare the two even on that uh, aspect throughout the board, across the board when it comes to putting substances that are poisonous to yourself. I mean, right. they're mm. poisoning your unborn fetus. You know, you, you talked That's about right. the fact that there are supports and that normalizing the conversation over fetal alcohol spectrum disorder is a way to let... Uh, to get support to those who need it, what are mm-hmm. some of the things that can be done, and 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 where does the support come from? Um, well, supports hopefully will start, um, you know, early on um, when when um, parents are accessing our early on centers. Um, sometimes things are noticed. Parents have conversations about maybe some of the milestones that aren't being met. Sometimes deficits aren't noticed till later in life. They're not even noticed when. Um, a child is a, an infant or a baby, um, could be at the school age where things are noticed. It's, again, fetal alcohol spectrum disorder is a spectrum. So um, although there's some common characteristics, um, any barriers or deficits could be quite, um, you know, personal, mm. and the needs could be quite personal. And, and um, for the, the help is very specific. The help is very specific, Um, although, you know, we do have to remember that a lot of these strategies that we talk about when supporting people, especially with their learning or their interdependence, um, 
fits across the board. Mm. Like some strategies for an FAS brain could, you know, include things like reteaching and reteaching and being okay with that, slowing down, speaking less, again, asking the person themselves for what's working or what isn't working. Um, definitely focusing on strengths and interests and passions and relationship building. Those are all the things that are going to find um, the people's skills and what they want to do. Um, praise and value people's creativity and abilities and focus less on the skills that they don't have. Christine, there is so much to take in on this subject, and I know people are going to have more questions. If folks want to reach out to you to find out you know, what they should be doing or how they can support someone they know, well, where should they go? Absolutely. Please check out um, our website to learn more about fetal alcohol spectrum disorder and find additional resources. So you can just go to E3 Community Services and you'll find lots of information there and you can make some contacts. Christine Sargent is with E3 Community Services. Christine, thanks for your time this morning. Thank you so much for your awareness of FASD and thank you so much for having me this morning. John Eaton and Melanie Kay's host, Talk of the Town, weekday mornings on 95.1 The Peak.